Hi, this is Debbie Aquara, the founder and CEO at Niche Customer Experience Group. And welcome to another episode of the Customer Experience West Africa podcast. On today's episode of the Customer Experience West Africa podcast, I will be talking about how to improve your customer survey response rates. A great way to get insights on the current state of customer experience for in any business or organization is through customer feedback. Now, there are various methods of getting feedback from customers. You could do this by conducting surveys, um, ethnography, or analyzing customer behavior or usage data in your business. For the purpose of this week's um, Customer Customer Experience West Africa podcast, I will be focusing on customer surveys as a method for eliciting feedback from customers. From a definition perspective, a customer survey is a study that gathers feedback and information from a desired target audience, and in this case, we mean customers. While customer feedback can be solicited or unsolicited, getting feedback from customers has its benefits. Now, these benefits are that it provides insight into how a business can improve. Um, number one, four things. Number one, the quality of products and services, the quality of people. By people, I mean skill and from a skill and knowledge perspective. The third thing is the customer feedback can help a business improve the quality of its processes and policies. And the fourth thing is customer feedback can help a business improve the quality of its systems. By systems, I mean technology. There are, however, challenges with conducting customer surveys. And one of the challenges is getting a good number of responses. By that, I mean your survey response rate. In fact, Customer Thermometer reported that a typical customer survey response rate is between 5% and 30%. Question Pro in an article highlighted that customer survey response rate increases when when the survey design is good and the respondent has a a very high brand recall. Having a good survey response rate is important because you have more data to analyze that is representative of different customer types and groups, leading to more objectivity in your insights, bearing in mind that you require these insights to improve the quality of products, people, processes, policies, and systems. Knowing that the standard response rate is low, and customers generally don't respond to surveys because as customerinsight.com with a little tweak from me has put it, um, it's low because it requires too much effort. Customers have to remember the experience they had to actually rate it. They have to type responses and survey context is unclear. How can you therefore increase the response rate of your surveys? That's the big question. So on today's episode, on today's podcast, I would like to do something different than just share some quick tips, right? I would like to share like a mini case study, if you call it that. And this is more or less a real life scenario inspired by my work as, you know, a customer experience manager at the telecommunications company while, you know, prior to niche customer experience group. 
Now, the scenario here was that there was a problem. The telecommunications company at the time was struggling to get feedback from customers. <clears throat> well, by that, I mean a low response rate. With a focus on new subscribers, what used to happen before I joined the organization was that the outbound team um, at the time, the contact center, would randomly call new customers to ask a number of questions. So at the end of the day, money was spent on making the outbound calls, outbound agents not op not optimally utilized, and we could not we could only get 200 plus responses from subscribers. So what did we do? We did four things. Number one, we decided to narrow the survey to just two questions by answering, but answering the second question depending on the subscriber's response to the first, right? So the question pretty much was, are you happy with your experience? So if it was a yes, you move on. If it was a no, then you have to move on to the second question. We created a short code that we could use in deploying the message via SMS. So that is you send a very simple message, no more than if you're using an SMS, you're confined to using only 160 characters. So we send out that very simple message, no more than 160 characters. And we ask customers to respond with options provided in the SMS. The questions we, 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 we sent on, like I mentioned, is how happy are you with your experience on our network? Now we gave the options, happy, very happy, not sure and all of that. For customers that selected not happy or very unhappy, we sent a follow-up message. Would you like us to call you to find out how we can improve your experience? Again, options provided yes or no, and customers had to respond. And then the last thing that we did was the details of the customers who wanted to be called was then sent to the outbound team to focus on those and we followed up on reasons for dissatisfaction right so it was quite structured yes the outbound teams they came in but we didn't have them calling all the customers at this you know just randomly we just had we streamlined to those who were dissatisfied so that we could have you know very engaging conversations now what was the result we got over 1 million responses from new service subscribers. That's from over to that's from 200,000. It went up to 1 million from new subscribers. And we had better insights into um, the new joiner experience in the network. And that helped in designing and implementing experience improvement initiatives. Right? So are there any reasons, any lessons you can learn from this case to increase your survey response rates? Generally, again, now I'm going to leave you with some tips and I'm going to leave you with just call them eight tips if you may. Now, the first tip is don't confuse your customer. Participating in a survey is like going on a journey for a customer. If your survey will be administered later than 72 hours after your customer had an experience, be clear on your objective ask the right questions in line with your customer's journey so he or she can remember and give you feedback for example a common mistake i see businesses make is sending an email soliciting for customer feedback in other and basically on how they can improve their customer's experience in the future and the first question that you see is would you recommend our service or products to others and then after this, you now start seeing questions asking about the experience. It's confusing. The second tip is segment your survey. 
concerning the issue of service being too service being too long think about breaking your service into segments inspired by your point of interaction experiences rather than wait until the end of the usage cycle and then ask a whole bunch of questions for example after your customer buys from you measure their buying experience after your customer requests for support measure their support experience if you do this that way when you begin to put all the different data points together you have a less lengthy survey but you've gathered intelligence and insights from different interaction points from your customer's perspective the third tip i'd like to share is check your timing Against the customer challenge of remembering a past experience to provide feedback, consider sending your surveys no more than 48 hours after an interaction. The fourth tip I'd like to share on how to improve customer survey response rate is reduce your questions. The length of a survey is usually the number one reason why there's a low response rate, and that's why it's important to differentiate the point of interaction surveys from deep customer experience research, which may now require more questions. If you absolutely need to increase your survey questions, except when you have a consumer or customer research, do not exceed 20 questions. The fifth tip I'd like to share is reduce the effort. Reducing the effort in customer surveys is especially important when conducting a survey of more than three questions. Consider reducing how much typing your customers need to do by providing multiple choice questions. If your questions are up to 20, if your questions are up to 20, no more than three of those questions should be open-ended requiring short text. The sixth, the sixth tip I'd like to share on how to improve customer survey response rate is consider incentives. When conducting deep cost consumer or customer research, consider compensating customers for their time, participating in your survey by using incentives. Reward them for sharing their detailed feedback with you. The seventh is reduce the frequency. From my experience, frequent surveys have the least response rate, particularly if the customer interacts with that channel frequently. For example, after using my bank's internet banking platform and I log out, I see a pop-up message asking for my feedback. Based on the frequency of internet banking usage, consider having a message like this randomly pop up, say, once a month. The last tip I would like to share on today's episode of the CX West Africa podcast is check your communication channel. Again, from my experience, surveys sent via email have the least response rate, while your SMS and WhatsApp have a higher response rate. So consider your customer's preferred channel of communication and use the same to solicit his or her feedback. I hope you have found these tips helpful, useful, and you will consider exploring them to improve to improve um, your customer survey response rate in your business or organization, right? Thank you for listening on, on today's CX West Africa podcast, and I will see you same time next week as we begin to wrap up on season one of the CX West Africa podcast. My name is Debbie again, and I will see you next time. Stay well, stay safe. Have a good one. Bye-bye.